the end of the year it is time for wrestling pov global it's our end of the year we're gonna talk some stuff i'm your host tj logan with me my co-host the gentleman of the hour elio <laughs> i'm sorry i keep i keep calling the gentleman if, if you listen to these podcasts you'll see why he'll take my abuse with a smile and that's that's the canadian way folks if you're wondering we're both canadians and uh i can only be so much and he can only take so much too so <laughs> elio end of the year what do you think brother yes. it's been a good year for wrestling it's been a good year for wrestling a lot, a lot of uh, good indie wrestling out there well you know what i'm so glad that uh, you've you've joined the show and we've been having a great time we've been looking at some quality stuff you've been showing me stuff i've been showing you stuff mm-hmm. and now we're going to show the fans out there some of the great stuff well it is the end of the year, so we decided to make a special episode here where we're just going to talk, because there's not a lot of wrestling going on right now, except for Wrestle Kingdom coming up, ROH is on a bit of a break, MLW is on a bit of a break, um, There's everyone's kind of on a break except for maybe NXT UK, NXT UK, which we are going to try and cover in the new year, yep. and uh, so you know what, before we get into um, talking about our lists and talking about this year in wrestling... I was trying to see if there was any news. The only news that I could uh, pull out this week was uh, a guy leaving a company, ROH, losing BJ Whitmer, one of the guys who's been there since the beginning, leaving in, from what I understand, uh, bad grapes. He is not happy. Apparently, the rumor going around was that he was asked to join NXT for a week as a you know a guest trainer. Mm-hmm. Uh, ROH stepped forward and told them they would not allow him to do this. He took this as very disrespectful from them, told them so, gave his notice, and quit. Wow. So BJ Whitmer, man, he's been with ROH since almost the beginning. It's a long time to be with the company. It's kind of a sad state of affairs, but let's see where that takes us down the road. Let's hope we haven't heard the last of BJ Whitmer. So... <laughs> All right, fans, it sounds like there is a drum roll going on. You know what that means, Elio? It's time for us to talk about our five best wrestlers of the year. Yep. Then we'll go into our five bottom-of-the-barrel wrestlers. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to talk about a couple wrestlers uh, we think or hope are going to have a very strong year. And then we're going to talk about one woman wrestler in each in the indies that we want to see more of or that we think is going to have a strong year. Okay. So first of all... Let's we'll go back and forth and we'll do our countdown from five, four each way, okay? Okay. Elo, you want to start? Who is your fifth best wrestler this year from the Indies? My fifth is a team that I have I have to retract the statement from a couple of weeks back. I said I wasn't a fan of, but they they started growing on me because I saw them when they were first in impact wrestling as generation me. And then they left the company and I hadn't heard Anything more until I start hearing about these guys, the young bucks. 
Ah. And they, I was wondering what was so special about them. So at first I wasn't seeing it, but then I started watching some of their matches and one match in particular, Young Bucks against uh, War Machine from last year and one of the mm-hmm. pay-per-views from that year, from last year. And, uh, so this is a team that started growing on me. So they're my number five. Best up. They're your number five. Does that mean you're going to be throwing a super kick party later? <laughs> I might. I might. <laughs> <laughs> My team, my pick for uh, number five this year, Tomohiro Ishii of New Japan. Um, the stone, the stone, what do they call the pit bull? Stone pit bull. He is, uh, he may be a shorter man. He's maybe about 5'8", but he is a giant muscle who just hits, 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 and keeps hitting. His matches, I watch them and I think, man, I think I would have permanent bruises and broken bones if I was him. But... He has that grit. He gets up there. He's had a really strong year this year. He's always been a strong contender, but this year he's won like the Rev Pro British title. He's been in contention. You know, he had title shots. He's he's had a pretty good year. He is my pick for number five uh, top non-WWE wrestler. Uh, number four. Number four is a guy that I just saw a couple of weeks back on MLW, and uh, he was also he also had a match against another wrestler, Barrington Hughes, and. I was surprised by the way he can, by how he moves around the ring. And are you talking Marco Stunt? No, <laughs> I'm sure oh. you're mistaken. <laughs> I'm talking about the. Sorry, I am. I'm talking about the the guy that beat Marco Stunt and what a drop kick this guy delivered out of the corner. I'm talking about Ace Romero. He's my number four. Oh my! Yes, a 400 pound man giving a drop kick. Yes. Woo-hoo! Awesome. Okay. Well, my pick for number four. And I'm not going too far into the New Japan uh, well. And this might surprise some people. I'm putting Kenny Omega at number four. Um, I think it was a strong year for Kenny Omega, but not his strongest year. I haven't seen him wrestle as much as I had in the last couple of years. He had some great matches this year. But I don't know. I, I was a little disappointed in how disrespectful he's been uh, talking about uh, Tanahashi. Um, it, it seems unwarranted and unneeded. Uh, still, wrestler of the year. Kind of enjoying it. So, uh, Kenny Omega, number four. Number My three. number three is another big guy that can really move around the ring. And I'm going with uh, ROH's Jeff Cobb. Ooh. Yep. Jeff Cobb. Jeff Cobb. And what is it you like about Jeff Cobb? I just, he, like, at Final Battle, um, he delivered this, like, crazy side slam, power slam, whatever he, it was. But I'm just... I'm just surprised, like, how, like, fluently he moves around the ring. Mm-hmm. Okay. My pick for number three this year is uh, is a case of a guy who, a couple of years ago when I first started watching him, I didn't get him. I didn't see it. I didn't think he was going to be all that special. This year, uh, he went into uh, the World Tag League with a partner. He was incredible in there. Uh, he went into the G1, uh, showed people that he was... Uh, he was actually more than just a, a, a tall dude. I'm talking about Hangman Adam Page. I thought he had a tremendous year, and he really proved himself to be a superstar. You know, when I first saw him, I thought he was rather generic. I didn't think he was going to get much out of him. Now, I find that I really enjoy it when I see that Adam Page is going to be the guy on the card. I, I enjoy his matches. So I'm going to pick him as my number three guy of the year. Elio, and, number uh, two. number two is a guy that I first saw at the All In uh, pay-per-view and um, with all of the with all of his uh, high-flying moves and I'm going to go with uh, Flip Gordon. Ooh, Flip Gordon. Interesting pick. There's a guy, I, he's not on my list this year, fans, but here's a guy that went from I don't get him to 
okay, this guy is showing a lot more than just mm -hmm. being a flippity dude. Got to admit, though, he's got the kind of a sucky name. I don't know if I'd want to go through my career and I want to flip. Well, there was, where there, where there was that entertainer Flip Wilson. Yeah, yeah, I was, that's what came to my mind, too. So, <laughs> but, but I have to say also, like, with that match he had against Bully Ray at Final Battle, that was, yes, what, that came was into his a own. crazy match. Um, my number two pick, uh, we're definitely uh, going across the internationals here. I'm going to pick Roosh from Los Signobles, uh, New Mexico, from the Mexican version of him. He is the leader of uh, that faction. Mm -hmm. He has been an incredibly strong wrestler all year. Now we're finally seeing him up in the U.S. in MLW. He's putting on some tremendous matches. I think he's really had a strong year. Obviously, you really have to follow a lot of indie wrestling to catch him in Mexico City for for uh, the promotions down there, but I'm going to pick Roosh as number okay. two. And my num number one. Who is your number my one, number one is Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega. Explain to me why you got Kenny up there. Uh, just I've I've always heard the name. I never saw him until just recently. I've seen his matches, and I like like the way he moves around the ring, some of the moves that he executes, and his Excellent. whole style that he and his whole moveset. Excellent. Well, you know what? You picked my number three, or my number, my number four was your number one. Yep. But get this, my number one, I think, was your number three or four. I'm picking Jeff Cobb as the wrestler of the year. Um, what a tremendous uh, mix of speed, uh, power, and finesse. You've talked about how incredibly he moves around fluidly. Yep. It is true, folks. Yep. He throws guys around like they're sacks of potato chips. And I don't mean potatoes. He throws people around like they're potato chips. Um He's a well, you know, he's a bit of a soft-spoken guy. I've met him. I've I've known him for a couple of years. Really nice guy. So glad to see him break out of uh, of the bubble and make it into the top of uh, some of these companies. Uh, this is a guy. He's he's got to be close to three hundred pounds, and he does like a standing um, shooting star press, which is pretty amazing. Yeah. Um, so you know what? Those are great picks this year. I, I love your list, Ellie. Some of the guys you picked, I was like, oh, why didn't I remember that guy? Thank so you. folks. There, there's some great guys. We, we'll, we'll try. Maybe we'll put them up uh, this week with our uh, when when this audio comes up. We'll put that that list so you can see who each of us picked. And maybe you want to go out and check out some of these wrestlers. Mm -hmm. Now, here is the tough part, and uh, this may not make us friends, or you know, out there. But this is our top five picks for wrestlers who either just are horrible or horrible, or maybe they've just kind of floundered out. Maybe they're a big name guy who had all the momentum and now he just kind of yeah where's this headed it's our pick for the bottom five number five elio who are you picking you know looking at this i don't know if i want to change my number five with my number one. Ooh, my goodness okay <laughs> because uh my number five i'm not a big fan of so you know what i'm gonna flip them around I'm gonna sounds good one no uh, number five who's your number five number pick? five is gonna be marco stunt Marco Stunt. Marco's why not? Why Marco Stunt? What has he done to earn the the wrath I of Elliot? I just don't get him. Like five two, please. He's not five two. I'm five two. I'm taller than him. I can beat him. <laughs> You know? Okay. Anything else you want to throw about Marco I mean, Stunt? He's been able to him around the ring a few weeks ago. <laughs> now, now, fans, my number five pick. Some of you are going to go, "Wow, that's kind of harsh." Or how did he make it? But here's an illustration of a wrestler who I thought was on top of the world last year, but this year has kind of been floundering a bit. And even though he's still part of stuff, I'm not sure where he's going or if he can even recapture that that thunder he had. I'm going to go with Marty Skrull. Oh, I think okay. the villain has kind of had a slide back this year. Um, 
he, the beginning of the year, he was super strong, but it doesn't seem like he's given a lot to us these days. And I don't know if he's going to retain any of that top things. Uh, has the villain's days passed? Possibility. Number four. Number four, I'm going with, and this is not because I don't like this guy's, um, this guy's uh, wrestling or whatever, but I'm going to take Zack Sabre Jr. because when he get, when he's getting the crap bean out of him, some guys don't sell at all. He sells oversells, though. Ah, uh, okay. Do you want to know what's really funny? What's up? My pick for number four, Zack Sabre Jr. <laughs> what a douche rag. <laughs> Uh, there's something about this guy that he's the kind of guy like, you know, you meet wrestlers and then sometimes you meet the villains. You go, man, you're so cool. Good job. You know, you enjoy stuff. I want to punch Zack Sabre in the face when we're on the subway. Well, I want to hit him with a stick when he's walking down the street. Well, there's something wrong with that guy. Some of the, some of the villains in, in wrestling can be like uh, some of the nicest guys outside. Of yes. The that, yeah. that guy you know, look, Zack Sabre's a douche. You know, he's like a douche. He's the same both in and out. I'm going to agree. He seems like he's the biggest douche rag there ever was. <laughs> I'm glad we uh, agreed on that. Number three. Let's go with number three. Number three. I'm gonna, I put Sammy Callahan. Okay. Just... Do you see the look on my face right now? <laughs> That's my number three pick too, Sammy Callahan. Let's go on the Sammy Callahan hate. What's going on there? Just, what do you, why do you hate Sammy Callahan? I don't like him. His whole like ring presence, like his whole, like, I don't know what it, we call it, backyard wrestling crap yeah. that he does. Just... I saw like one of the when his match at Bound for Glory or whatever, and mm-hmm. it was just total like I like Pentagon and Phoenix, but I didn't like him at all. I'm gonna agree. Sammy Callahan seems like this fat, angry little man who just uh he, he's not that. <laughs> yeah, I don't get what people give him a chance because he's not that great. He's not exciting. He has no ring presence. He just seems like this another jerk that you don't want to deal with. I mean, why was he in NXT? Because I remember him in NXT. I saw him yeah. Wait, and and even then, we thank thankfully we didn't see him very much. And then he asked for his release. But, oh, so. he asked to be released. Okay, yeah, good, he did. He, they rarely used him on NXT, and I can see why. Uh, he He's sucks. got about a. He's crap. Yeah, because he sucks. Exactly. Number three. There's a, a consensus here. Number three, Sammy Callahan. <laughs> okay, num- number two. Number two is O O V E. Okay, did we like actually talk about this before? Because number two for me is O V E. Go ahead, explain why these idiots are on your list. <laughs> Well, um, the first time I've heard about of Jake uh, Chris and Dave Chris is like outside of Impact Wrestling because I mm-hmm. I heard the names in other promotions I can't think of off the top of my head. But after seeing them in uh, Impact and the crap that they do in the ring, it's just I don't get it. Just get off my screen. I don't want to see you. I want to see wrestling. I, I don't want to see what they do. They're, what they do is not wrestling. No, no. You know what? Uh, Dave Christ looks sort of like the, the angry barista who couldn't get a job at uh, Starbucks, so he got in and tried to put on some blue jeans and thought he could fight. Yeah. And he had a really white trash brother who probably collected trash as a living named uh, Jake Christ. These guys are terrible. Um, they make Sammy Callahan seem like a wrestler. And you know how, how bad that is you have to be to make Sammy Callahan look good? I mean, these guys are... Ugh. OVE, it's it's not Ohio versus everything. It should be Idiot Sticks versus everything because these guys are terrible. I don't want to see them. I want them off my television. I don't want yeah. my local promoter to bring them in. How, um, how, how is Impact Wrestling still, still have them in there? Well, that's how to tell you the level of Impact Wrestling these days when OVE is any kind of attraction. Yuck. Ugh. 
All right. Okay. I'm disgusted enough. Let's move on to number one. <laughs> My number one? Uh-huh. Kenny King. Oh, I forgot about Kenny King. Good call. I wish he had been on my list. I guess if the list was longer, he would have made it. <laughs> this guy, I even from Impact Wrestling and then ROH, no, I'm just not a fan of Kenny King. He's got nothing to offer in the ring. Well, you know what's weird about Kenny King? You could watch 10 matches with him, and then you still wouldn't remember his face if you walked and met him in the ring, and he'd be like, hey, I'm Kenny King. You'd be like, who? Uh, oh, I watched any of your matches? You don't look familiar. I don't, Kenny King has zero presence. Even, <laughs> he's like even, he's like Casper the Friendly Ghost. I don't even remember his match from Final Battle. Although I really do against Eli Isham. I'm sorry, I know that. <laughs> I'm sorry you had to watch that. Uh, yeah, Kenny Kingdom. This is where charisma goes to die. I'm going to have to agree with that. Now, my number one pick. And this shouldn't be a surprise. You know who I'm going to say right now because I didn't put him on my list yet. You already had him on there. Marco Stunt. Okay? When when Cheeseburger <laughs> seems like a credible wrestler because Marco Stunt's in the ring, you know Marco Stunt. I don't get it. People should be arrested for child abuse when they get in there with him because this kid cannot be more than 12 years old. I mean, he's like five feet tall. He weighs 100 pounds. Oh, did, you, and did you do what I did? You do what I was telling you last week about his theme song? Did you check it out? You know what? I have not got a chance to do that. But you're right. Tell the folks again what you were saying about okay, that theme song. Okay, so um, I was uh, I was on YouTube because I'm a, I'm like a fan of wrestling themes. I really like yeah. the entrance themes. I'm big into music. I play the piano. So. Mm-hmm. When I first saw Marco Stunt come out, I heard his theme song and I couldn't hear it that well. So then the following week, I I saw him again. So this time I was listening closely and I was trying to figure out what, like what that music was. Then I went on YouTube and I gave it. I looked it up and I listened to it. Someone actually commented on the video that it sounded like a slowed down version of the closing theme from Sesame Street. Oh my lord! I don't know if I. I don't know if I was hearing it uh, good because I couldn't tell if it was Sesame Street or the Electric Company. (laughs) It's just really bad. How bad of a year has it been when I can make a list of five horrible wrestlers for the year and Cheeseburger isn't even on it? You know, you've got (laughs) to... Wow. I've heard this guy who is... You haven't seen Cheeseburger? Who is this? I haven't seen him. Okay, he wrestles for ROH. Um, You know that... uh, Isam, what was that guy you said his name was? Isam? The guy Kenny King? Okay, he belongs in a little faction now with him, Cheeseburger, and this other guy. Cheeseburger is a skinny little black guy who's probably, oh, maybe like five foot eight. And he weighs maybe 120 pounds. He's skinny as all beanpole. (laughs) And he actually supposedly was taught the the, the palm thrust move by, uh, oh, I'm drawing a blank here. The guy from New Japan, uh... I'm sorry. The guy in the Tiger, no, Jushin Thunder Liger. There we oh, go. Okay. Liger apparently taught him that amazing palm thrust, and he's been using that. He goes to Japan, and fans love him, probably because he's the size of them. <laughs> but, uh, you okay, my challenge for you this week is to go look up Cheeseburger and watch a few of his matches, and you'll see exactly why I make fun of this guy a lot, okay? <laughs> okay. He, but, when, but I would watch him ten times a day instead of watching 10 times Marco stunt matches or OVE or Sammy Callahan. Or Kenny King. So, or Kenny King, uh, Zach Sabre jr. I like to watch his matches, hoping someone's going to inadvertently <laughs> punch him in the face and Marty Skrull. I shouldn't be so mean about, but the fact is he had such strong momentum and lately I don't see it anymore. And it kind of worries me. 
When, I really hope he doesn't just disappear. Well, no, and I like my, I like Marty Spiro. He's got like that cool look. He's got that cool entrance. Like when I first saw him, he had yeah. that like that mask. Yeah, the... yeah, and he had the umbrella. I'm like, oh, the cool, yeah. the penguin. Yeah, well, you know what those masks are, right? It's supposed to be those masks, those plague the, masks in the old are, day. Yeah, those are Mardi Gras type masks. Yeah. No, no, it's a plague mask it's from a, back in the days. Sorry? Back in the day when they had the plague. And doctors would go out and look through the dead bodies. They wore these big nose cones, so they put things in the end so they wouldn't smell or take in any of the germs. Oh, okay. And that's what they were for. So oh, the, okay. that's the industrial look he's kind of looking for that, you know? I don't know. When I saw him, I, I, I thought, penguin, cool. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah I, I could see I could see the, the umbrella. But uh, interesting stuff. Um, those, so those are our picks for R5. We'll try and put those up also. Now, I, I, I wanted to ask I wanted to ask Elio... It, were there two wrestlers out there that he really wanted to see more of this year? Guys who were just maybe on the cusp of breaking out bigger that he would like to see stronger one. And, you know, as, as we talked about this, I was going to say two, but I saw a third one that I, I'm going to pick two. And I'll, I'll let you start, Elio. Do you got two guys yeah, that you um, really want to see break out? The two guys I'm, I want to see more of is are Jeff Coppin, Ace Romero. Oh, okay. Yeah. Guys that were already on your list. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Ace Romero, what are you liking about this guy? I don't know. He just, like, he... He just has like this cool presence about him and uh, mm-hmm. like his whole like in ring work. I gotta say, for a guy who's really big, sometimes you see these four hundred pound plus guys, and I just think, oh, they just got some fat slob yeah, to put on yeah, some tights. Like, uh, so, uh, he is not a fat no, slob. Normally, I wouldn't pick like these these big guys, yeah. but like he he's really good. I'm okay, see, I'm Jeff see, Cobb. I want to see more of him. And Jeff Cobb, well, like I said from his uh, match at Final Battle, like I want to see more from that guy with the with those uh, crazy moves that he was doing and that power slam thing, whatever he did. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, you know what? I, I think you're going to see a lot of Jeff Cobb this year. I think this is definitely a year he's going to break out even bigger. My picks. Now, I get to pick three guys. Okay. Two of them are pretty linked together. Okay. Uh, the first one is Eli Drake. Okay. I think he has a lot of potential. I think impact is a terrible place for him. But when he does wrestle, I want to see more of him. If he's put, good. If you put an O at the end of his name, it's Elio Drake. Elio Drake. He would be just like you, Elio. You guys could be pen pals. You hear that? Eli Drake, if you're out there. You're looking for a pen pal? The gentleman is here for you. You can talk about OVE, Sammy Callahan, and all the things you love about bad wrestling. And being an impact, you probably get to see a lot of bad wrestling. So you know what? The other two guys I'm going to pick today are, uh, they're kind of linked together in some ways, is Davey Boy Smith Jr. and Teddy Hart. Teddy Hart's probably one of the most incredible wrestlers I've seen in years, but he has been his own worst uh, demon, his own worst uh, backer. This year, he's been coming on strong, and I hope to see more of him on this track. Davy Boy Smith Jr. Here's a guy. He's amazing. He's six foot eight. Yeah. He is a, a legitimate MMA fighter, and I don't know why he just hasn't really burst out as a singles guy. I mean, he has charisma. He has the look. He obviously has the size and strength. I hope this year MLW gives him a better look than some places have. Now, the last thing I want to ask you, and uh, you know, it's been the in the, across a lot of wrestling, it's been the year of women's wrestling. There's yes. been some tremendous women. But let's talk some indie women wrestling. Is there any indie women wrestler out there who's really on the top of your mind right now? I'm going to come up with uh, two. One is uh, from NXT UK, which I, which I mentioned mm-hmm. I, I've been watching since I was yeah. away on the holiday. So. Let me get, I'm going I'm to guess her initials are TS, but let's see if I'm right. My uh, first one is uh, ROH uh, Kelly Klein. Oh, Kelly Klein. Kelly Klein. Okay. I more from her. And uh, my uh, NXT UK is uh, one named Nina Samuels. 
Oh, I wasn't even close. Yeah. Nice. Tell Nina me about Samuels. Nina Samuels. I don't even know who she uh, is. She's got the. She's, she has this like whole like this whole unique look, and she's just in the ring. Even although she did lose to Tony Storm, and she lost a, a few of the, well, a few of the matches that I've seen. Because I, I have to go and watch the rest of the other episodes. Because there's a lot more that I want to watch that I still haven't mm-hmm. gotten to see. But it's just her in ring uh, style, and she plays that heel so well. Okay. I thought yeah. you were going to pick Tony Storm. That's why I said TS. So good no, on you. Good I, I, on I like Tony Storm, but I want to see more from this one. Okay. Well, you know what? Um, I've, I've seen Kelly Klein live. I've met her. She's a really nice lady. Really good wrestler. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought Final Battle, that was a terrible match yeah, where she was, won the belt. Uh, that wasn't good at that all. That wasn't her best. No. no. But she is someone I'd like. But who I want to see more of is a lady who I met probably about four months ago. I even have an interview with her that we'll put up sometime. Jordan Grace. Mm. She is powerful. She's she's pretty. She's she is something, man. She's a power lifter amongst power lifters. And uh I think I want to see a lot more of her in uh the coming year. And I think Impact is gonna give her that chance. Of course, Impact, which we didn't mention. Did you know this that they are no longer on Pop TV? Yes, uh, actually, uh, to, we were talking about that on my show on Friday. Yeah, a place, I think it's called Pursuit. The Pursuit, HD. which is an outdoor uh, hunting channel or something. I'm not sure where the connection lies in that. I don't know, but it's just, this is, how much further can you go lower? <laughs> I mean, it's one of these obscure channels I haven't even, I thought, I thought yeah. Destination America was a channel I hadn't heard of. This one, I don't think anyone knows what this channel is. No, every year it seems like they hit. I thought they hit the bottom of the barrel with Pop TV. Now they've dug under the barrel and they're getting. I don't see a lot of good stuff for Impact. Like, uh, so when did they leave Spike? Oh my goodness, it's been like, what, two, three years now? 2010, 11, or something like that. Oh, maybe, yeah, it's got to be at least six or seven okay. years. Okay, in that time they've switched five different uh, stations. And they've all been progressively how, worse. How is this each company time. still alive? Um, they're, they're like a well, you know they're, what? They're like a cat, they have nine lives. You, you know what, dude? As Canadians, we should be embarrassed that it's a Canadian company that's uh, running them. I think we got suckered somehow here. And uh, I mean, I, I hate the fact that I really like a lot of people on TNA. I know a lot of people on Impact. Sorry, you know. You want, you want, you want, TNA, you want but... to know how I know a company is really bad? It's when I, mm. it's when I really want to go back and watch some Aces of Nades uh, stuff. Ouch. <laughs> ouch. Ouch. Okay. I'll give you that. Well, fans... It's been a really strong year for wrestling. Uh, the indies just seem to get better and better. MLW starting to come out with some really good stuff. We've been seeing mm-hmm. some great things out of them. Yep. ROH, solid as ever. Um, New Japan, solid as ever. Um, Impact, well, we've had our ups with them and we've had our downs with them. There's been some great mat. There's been weeks where we've enjoyed the wrestling. There's weeks we want to pull our hairs up. Like well, I, I had this debate with my my co-host, and uh, he was we were mm-hmm. we were arguing about uh, whether Impact uh, will will survive, and and I was like, mm-hmm. he he does he didn't uh, see them surviving. I'm like, I think there's a lot of talent. If if you look past all the all the garbage storylines from the '90s, '80s, whatever, all the campy stuff they do, there's a lot of talent mm-hmm. in that company if they use them True. right. True. But you know what, Elio? I can say this. If you had a company that had the best employees in the world, mm-hmm. they were the best, most awesome guys in the world, but your company sucked at, at getting out there and sucked at selling the thing you're selling, doesn't matter how good your employees are, 
that somebody's going to shut the door eventually. I hope that doesn't happen because, like I said, I know a lot of guys at Impact. I'm friends with a lot of people at Impact, and I want them to succeed. But when I turn on some of the shows, it's yuck, man. Yeah. It'll, half of the stuff on there is such crap like, that I can see why they're not surviving. Like Bound for the Glory, that whole Ali Sue Young match, oh. that was terrible. Well, here, look, look at that, man. Me and you have kind of have an unwritten rule where we won't even talk about that. Yeah. That, yeah, that crap. It's yeah. just not even worth talking no. about. You know, I feel that if we talked about it, 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 it somehow validates it. So we're not going to yeah. talk about it. No. You know, and surprisingly, the fans who watch the, or listen to our program, they're happy we don't talk about it because they say think the same thing we do. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm hoping next year, at the end of the year, that when we do our lists again, mm-hmm. I'm hoping that there is an impact wrestling that we can talk about. There will obviously be an ROH, there will be an MLW, there will be uh, a New Japan, but impact is right on the edge of almost, you know, like we didn't even, I, there was no way in hell I was going to have us cover their best of show because if all honesty, no. best of what should be, what, 10 minutes long? I, I yeah, didn't think it was two parts. You want to cover a clip show, you, you just be repeating stuff you already talked about and covered. Yeah. So, you know what, fans? It is the end of the year. Uh, me and Elio, I know we hope that you guys have a great year. We hope you come out and check out some of, you know, not just check out the indie wrestling that we tell you about. Check out your local indie wrestling. There are sometimes guys, they're ready to break out to the next level. Elio, how many shows have you gone to this year, do you think? Have you, have you gone to many wrestling shows this year? Uh, I don't really get to go to many shows uh, around here. I'm, I seem to be the only wrestling fan. No one here likes wrestling. <laughs> like, what's oh. wrong? Like, my cousin uh, uh, took me to a couple of... But he only took me to WB shows, but even he he's not as big of a fan. Or, so, yeah. Well, well, we know there are fans out there. Yeah, We know because you guys listen to the show. You guys watch the shows. We're glad we can have that opportunity to maybe steer you in the right direction of some quality wrestling. Myself, I've gone to at least a dozen uh, wrestling cards this year. Uh, locally, uh, see indie uh, matches and, and met some great guys and seen some great matches. Mm. Um, that, the Frankie Kazarian interview we had uh, a couple weeks ago, that was meeting him at a show. And... Uh, that, that was great. And uh, all I say is support local indie wrestling. Support indie wrestling as a whole. Mm-hmm. Go out and watch the shows. Go out and uh, watch the shows we talk about. Trust me, it's a lot better uh, than WWE. Oh, yeah. And, you know, at least at least when they do a crappy story, they have an excuse because they're a small-time league. Yeah. You know? I don't know what WWE's excuse is since <laughs> these guys are paid big money to do this stuff. But I'm never going to make fun of the wrestlers. The wrestling quality is always great in the WWE, but they only let them do so much. Yeah. You know? You look at look at Shinsuke Nakamura. There's a guy who, one of the best indie wrestlers for so he's long. He's been at Wrestle Kingdom. Yo, he's been many Wrestle yeah. Kingdoms, and here's a guy who should be one of the best wrestlers in the world, being showcased of what he is. And what has he done? Just disappointing runs in the WWE, treated as a, a cartoon character. Yeah. So, folks, go out there, support indie wrestling. Elio, I want you to have a good, happy New Year, my friend. Thank you. I don't Thank want you. you to drink too much. You uh, you drink some, but don't drink too much. Okay. And. Uh, we got Wrestle Kingdom coming up. At least that's a great way to start the new year. Yes, uh, Fans, we love the fact that you've given us a chance to come into your homes and uh, talk wrestling with you. By all means, send us in emails. Tell us if there's something you want us to talk about. Maybe there's some wrestlers you've seen that we haven't talked about. Send those things in. We'll take a look. We're always willing to support the best in any wrestling. And uh, the only way, we're, we're only two guys. We watch as much as we can. But there's going to be stuff that's going to slip through the fingers. So if you know what's there... You show us. 
Fans, have yourself a great new year. Elio, anything you want to throw out there? Uh, no, just uh, enjoy your enjoy your holidays. We'll see. We'll talk to you to all your fans in the new year. Okay, and and Eli Drake, Elio, you can find him on Facebook. You want to be a friend? You can you can add a note to your name. Elio you can be Elio Drake. Elio Drake. Who knows? <laughs> Anyways, fans, thanks for joining us on uh, Wrestling uh, Global POV. I always mess it up in the end because. <laughs> It's always fun to talk wrestling, but okay, sorry. Have a great night. We'll see you next time on Wrestling POV Global. I'm your host, TJ Logan, and with me, my host of the most, Elio Canella. Elio Canella. Have a great night, guys. Bye.